they discovered upon their arrival was almost unspeakable. We are all evil in some form or the dead won't bother you. It's the living you gotta worry about. Something if I couldn't keep them there with me whole, I, at least I felt that I could keep uh, their skeletons. Hey guys! Hey. What's going on? You know. We're here. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Taste Crime Cast. I'm Vicky. I'm Janelle. And we're back again with oh, more stories yeah. of murder and things. And guess what? What? It's Halloween. Oh my god. Yeah. It's not October. It's Halloween. It's <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I really just consider the whole month of October Halloween. I do too. Yeah. And I apologize to anyone who has to come in contact with me this month. I don't apologize. No apologies for my love of Halloween. Because it's be... the best. No, I'm going to be extra weird. Are you? I get extra weird You're in October. You're pretty I mean, I mean exactly. you're pretty weird normally. Exactly. So it's going to be <laughs> amplified. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't. You know, I was really happy with this pumpkin spice <laughs> in September. Yeah. Hey, October's you know Halloween. Yeah. Whatevs, man. I got my crystal ball ring on. I bought this. Special. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Let me see it. Ooh. So I can scry into the future. Dude, you could probably <laughs> trick drunk people into thinking that you're some sort of mystic fortune teller. Okay, with your- I am. With your, your little magic <laughs> ball. I'm just going to yeah. stare in. <laughs> it's like perfect eyeball size, too. Oh my so, God. <laughs> just for Halloween, we have a very special show for you today. We picked something extra scary. Ooh. I'm too good at that. <laughs> but first, we're going to start with some of our normal stuff off the top. Yeah. Uh a couple weeks ago, we talked about, I think it was a couple weeks ago, we talked about yeah. Kim Wall, who was the Swedish um, reporter who went missing after boarding a homemade submarine that belonged to a gentleman named Peter Madsen. They now have determined that she was stabbed 15 times after boarding the homemade submarine. I just... They have also allegedly found footage that has a woman being decapitated while alive oh, on God. board the submarine. I did not hear about that part. Yeah. We talked That's about this a little mind. bit before we started recording, but like, yeah, that was um, a big deal. And then the thing that I didn't know about is that they also found her legs and head in Copenhagen Bay. Yeah. So, I just want to understand, like, what the fuck happened. Yeah, and they have started some of the, like, pre-trial hearings to determine, like, what he's going to be charged with, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of pieces to this that are starting to come together a little bit. So, yeah, I'm ready to know what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm just, interested to hear what's going to come out at trial, for yeah. sure. I mean... The only thing I can think of is he's, like, just legitimately mentally ill. Yeah. There's really, I mean, it's zero method to this madness. Yeah. So, we will keep you updated as things come out about that, and as hopefully as the trial progresses, we'll continue to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Anyway, uh, next up, spoiler warning, 
If you guys are on Netflix, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about some spoilers here. First, I, I titled this section Netflix and Chill, finally, <laughs> so that we could give it a we title. Have a section. Yeah. Um, so Netflix and Chill. Um, so first of all, there is a new Netflix short out called Longshot. Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't watched that. Um, that one is super good. I love the idea of Netflix doing a short. It's only about 40 minutes. Okay. Um, but it's a docu- it's a documentary. It's a short okay. documentary, essentially. Um, but it's about a man named Juan Catalan, who's arrested for a murder that he insists he didn't commit. And he actually builds his case for innocence around raw footage from a TV show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. I read an article about this, but yes. I did not see it. Oh yeah. my god. It's really good. That sounds like I just gave the whole thing away, but you really need to watch it. There's a lot more to it than that, for sure. Um, Larry David is in it and gets interviewed, and that's kind of great, but it's just a really interesting story of a lawyer who did everything to... Uh, make sure that an innocent man didn't go to jail for a murder that he didn't commit. It's yeah. really great, really interesting. Oh we got sound amazing. 40 minutes. Check it out. Yeah, that's not terrible at all. Yeah. Um, the next one that just came out, uh, <laughs> The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. And you said you would watch I this did. one. I did. I actually watched that yesterday. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> give like a little overview of kind of okay. what's it about? Um, well, Marsha P. Johnson was a very prominent figure in the LGBT community in the early, well, more mid to late 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a transgender, well, more of a cross-dresser, kind of. Yeah. She described herself as a tranny, which, I mean, I wouldn't use that word, but if a person describes themselves as that, then sure. I'm just gonna say. She yeah. described herself as a tranny, but she was found, um, like, floating in the bay, mm-hmm. and this entire series is just about how these people are trying to get um, the police interested in the case again to reopen it because they ruled it as a suicide. Mm, And witnesses and evidence and even the autopsy stated otherwise. Yeah. So it's a really interesting look. I mean, she is a really, like, strong woman. She was doing what she, like, started a riot, basically. Yeah. Um, And then the entire sort of, like, gay rights movement came out of that. So they talk about the gay rights movement, they talk about her, they talk about other prominent figures, and how this is, like, a really common occurrence, that there were tons of transgender and gay people being found dead, and the police did absolutely nothing yeah. to solve these cases. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's not, it really sounds amazing. really interesting. Yeah. It looks like it was done in classic Netflix style, which oh, is yes. good. I don't know. <laughs> I love their style of documentary yeah. telling, so... Um, so there's that. The last thing I want to talk about is to come back to American Vandal. I did watch that, yes. Have you finished it or no? I did not finish the last okay. episode, but I... <laughs> I am only about four episodes in, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And first off, right off the top, let me say, if you're going to watch this, you really need to enjoy dick jokes. Yes. And it like one long and dick joke. humor of the same... <laughs> long dick joke. Oh my god. But it... <laughs> Yeah, it's, you really, for real though, it is one long dick joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
And you really have to like humor that's in the same vein. Yeah. As, it's, it's very childish yeah. kind of teen, oh, yeah. teenager. But, however, uh-huh. I cannot help but find myself getting sucked into this idea of who the fuck drew the dick on the car. <laughs> and this being, I'm like I said, I'm only like four episodes in, so mm-hmm. I have no idea what the outcome is going to be, but I'm right. like, oh, I, I, like I, can't, I keep finding myself still getting sucked into this. As if it was... It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. And I mean, the I, that's first what episode, I, I laughed it is so hilarious. fucking hard. It's so funny. And I felt like a child. I was like, I am laughing. Yeah. I am almost 30 years old, and I am mm-hmm. laughing at a dick joke. Mm-hmm. They talk about... <laughs> I don't know the if you had... Ball hairs? The ball hairs. <laughs> the ball hairs. The ball hairs. The ball hairs. Oh, my like, God. Ugh. The ball hairs. <laughs> It's a big piece then, of evidence, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I definitely would say check it out. I just wanted to come back to that because I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I was a little skeptical because it is almost like it's made by Netflix to kind of make fun of this genre that they themselves mm-hmm. have cornered. And I was a little skeptical on if it would be like really cheesy or whatever. But it's like done just as well as it's the documentaries enough. that they put out. Yeah. That, uh, like, production quality-wise, oh, yeah. that it's enough to be believable. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. And it is hilarious. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. It's good. Uh, it's a little it light humor. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check <laughs> it out. Because we're always in this deep, dark It's so hole. true. Yeah. For once, can we just talk about dicks being spray-painted <laughs> on cars? That's all I want out of life. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, did you have anything else off the top? Uh, no, no. Okay, well. Just ready to dive in. <laughs> this is that part of the show where we say content may not be appropriate for all listeners. Yes. Um, so. This is going to be a real gruesome show. Yes. <laughs> You'll find out why in a minute. It's going to be gross. And also, this is our Halloween episode, so yes. we wanted to go real gross. Real gross. And so. I think we accomplished that. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're not cool with that, just come back next time. It'll right. not be as gross. Prepare yourself. Yes. Don't watch this anywhere close, or watch it, listen to it anywhere close. You can close. watch it all you want, but. I mean, it's going to be nothingness. Yeah. Um, anywhere close to your meal. Oh yeah, no way. Uh, also, maybe not right before you go to bed. Okay. <laughs> I like how you're turning. Did you see like, what was on my screen? No, okay. but I, and then so, I remembered what we were oh, doing. Yes. So I decided to start <laughs> off with another, we love to play our little games. This one is going to be a game of what do these people have in common? So I'm going to give oh, you... Oh my god. Three names. Okay. And they might honestly have more than one thing in common because right. I didn't think that broad, but there is like one thing that I'm looking for on all of these. Okay. Okay. So we'll start off with the easy one. <laughs> I think these are all going to be easy. Okay. But it's still going to be Well, let's fun. Ex- explain what's happening. Yes. So it's a game about serial killers involving, should we like spoil it no. off the top? You don't want to spoil it off the top? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because that's what the point okay. of the Okay. okay, so I here see we go. what you're doing now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're just like, we're going to play a game. And I'm yeah. like, okay, no, it's a lead in. It's a lead in to the subject. <laughs> here we go. Okay. <sighs> so, what do these three people all have in common? Charles Manson, okay. Jim Jones, and David Crush. Well, they were cult leaders. Okay. <laughs> see, that okay. was an easy one. Okay. <laughs> Ed Gein, Ted Bundy, <laughs> and Ed Kemper. Were they all... They weren't all cannibals, were they? No. No. Okay. I'm like, Ed, I don't think Ed Kemper was. <laughs> um, Ed Gein. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. And Ed Kemper. And Ed Kemper. Now 
on mommy issues. <laughs> that could also Probably. be true. Yeah. They were all necrophiles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ted Bundy. Yeah. Super I, gross. Yeah, Ed Ke- like, I remember Ed Kemper yeah. and And that's the, that one's interesting because one. Ed Gein is not what you think of as a traditional, like, necrophiliac because he didn't necessarily have sex with dead bodies, mm-hmm. but he... he like, kept them. Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> so he is still considered a necrophile. Okay, okay. I found out. Um, Belle Guinness. Tilly Klemek and Nanny Doss. They were all Black Widows. Yes, girl. <laughs> okay, last one. A See, Black Widow is- baby. <laughs> that was just for you. the nice little... I was okay. like, I'm confused. I'm just in a sea of murder right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Albert Fish, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Andre Chikatilo. Oh my gosh, are they cannibals? They are all cannibals, which is exactly... I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for this. What we are all talking about today. Yes. Yes. This is the cannibal episode. Yeah. We thought, what is scarier than a cannibal? Yeah. Gross. Not a whole lot, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, necrophilia is pretty up there for me. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yes. But cannibalism is... Is by far... Yeah. I mean, ew. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to start off by kind of, like, talking about a little bit of history of cannibalism. We went a little nerdy on you. Yeah, then we're going to go into our stories, but, um, yeah. So, we kind of think of, like, cannibalism as kind of being introduced to us in, like, the pre-Columbian period, so we're talking before Christopher Columbus, and that sort of, like, age of exploration when we were going around, like, well, we weren't, Europe was. Yes. (laughs) We weren't a country yet. Yes. Um, so, like, all of these European countries are going around trying to find all these exotic, beautiful places so that they could, you know, trade spices and all this other stuff, kind of expand and get all colonialized. Um, so they were coming in contact with, like, nations and peoples that they had never seen before. And one of the first, like, recorded... Reco- I'm going to use that way. Yeah. Recorded sightings, cases, stories, more like, um, of cannibalism was from the island of Carib, which is kind of, um, like the South Pacific Sea. And it was, uh, like the Antilles region. I don't know if you're familiar with the Antilles. Um, but this is where the word like cannibalism derives from is the Carib people. Okay. Um, they acquired a, like when they fought with other people, they would, acquire their souls, basically, by eating them. And that's how they became, like, these big, strong warriors. Um, So they had this reputation of being, like, ferocious warriors that ate people. And it was kind of... the guys I want to hang out with. (laughs) Yeah, it was a legend that was, like, kind of spoken about, but not written about until, like, the 17th century. So the first contact we had with them was, like, in the 1390s or something like that. And they weren't written about until the 17th century. So that's hundreds of years. (laughs) So it could be true. It could not be true. You know, word of mouth. Who knows? Um, But there is a lot of controversy over whether or not, like, any of these sort of cannibal culture stories are even true Mm -hmm. or accurate. So there's a lot of controversy over whether or not these, you know, stories are true. um, But... We kind of think more so about when we came in contact with other, um, more later sort of 
island people. So mm-hmm. in the Pacific, so we're talking like Fiji, New Guinea, the Congo. This is like uh, late 1700s, early 1800s. These actual stories were physically recorded, and there is um, a little bit later photographic evidence of these cultures consuming other uh, people that they were at war with. It kind of yeah. comes out of sort of these like uh, religious practices that they have where if you consume another person's soul, um, then technically that soul doesn't die and you're gaining uh, the strength okay. and the spirit of that person. So yeah. it's a very like warrior driven religious based kind of practice. But we kind of, when we think of cannibalism, we don't think, well, at least I don't think of like, warriors in the South Pacific eating their, you know, opponents. Yeah, I think of the movies, maybe. I think of, like, more recent history. Oh, fair. I think of, first of all, right off the bat, the Donner Party. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's, like, 1846, 1847. Sure. They went out west, they got stuck in the mountains of Colorado, and they ate each other. I first learned about that by watching Cannibal the Musical, and if you haven't fucking seen I that... I haven't seen that. by the guys who did South Park. <laughs> okay. It was their first project ever. Okay. And it is a musical... That's awesome. ...about the Donner Party. I, I would love to see that, because they are actually super historically accurate when oh. they do any of their any of their stuff, so that'd be really it's fun. It's disgustingly yeah. historically accurate. It has hilarious songs in it. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my god. I've seen Book of Mormon. That shit was okay. hilarious. Um, the best song ever. Have a spadoinkle day. Oh my gosh. Look it up. Watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I think about is the uh, Uruguay Air Force flight crash 571 in 1972 when those okay. rugby players got caught in the Andes Mountains, and they had to eat oh other people gosh. to survive. I don't know if I have These ever heard of that. These people are still alive. Really? There's a movie coming out soon about this oh story. Oh my god. I first read about it, like, I think I was That's in high crazy. school. And, yeah, so the plane, there was a bunch of rugby players on a plane in South America. Okay. They were going over the Andes Mountains. The plane crashed. And in order to survive, because the Andes Mountains, I mean, it, they are very treacherous. People don't go up and down those mountains. Um, and it's fucking freezing ice cold up there. So they had to eat other people to survive. Oh, my gosh. It was fucking nuts. Um, and then, you know, we also think of, like, Albert Fish and yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, like, the murdery people. Mm-hmm. But one of my absolute favorite, like, little cannibal stories that I found when I was looking this up, uh, the, like, the history of it was, um, it was the sinking of the Essex of Nantucket in November of 1820. It was a whaling ship. Okay. Now, this sinking of this ship was, like, source material for Herman Melville's Moby Dick. So oh. when the white whale sinks that ship, that's where he got the, the basis of his story was from this. Really? Yeah, the survivors of the, like, ship, because basically the whale, like, knocked the fucking bow off the ship. Yeah. And it sank. So they got into life rafts, and in order to, like, to survive, they started eating each other, but they consented to eating each other. Oh, no. And they didn't fully eat a whole body. They were still alive, cutting their feet off <sighs> and their hands off, and, like, eating. Everyone was eating it. Oh, my God. So it was consented cannibalism, and I thought that was the most 
fucking ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's interesting. It's, oh god, it was so interesting. I'm like, oh my god, I need to mention this. But I had already had a story ready, and I was like, but I need yeah. to mention this one. Well, that's interesting, because <laughs> actually, the person that I'm going to talk about today has a lot to do with consented cannibalism. That's, I just, that's nuts to yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. Um, that's a beautiful segue I did, and I didn't even know it. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, his name is Armin Myvice, and Ooh. he mm-hmm. is is also known as the Rottenberg Cannibal, the Master Butcher, Ooh. some nicknames. He was this computer expert, and he was um, 42 at the time of his crimes. He's actually, apparently, one of the most um, famous cannibals in, like, modern days. Really? Um, because this, uh, the conclusion of this story is actually around 2002. Okay, um, so very recent. Yes. And he's, the thing is, is he's from Germany. Mm-hmm. That's why I say apparently, because I would have still been kind of young when this happened, and if it was big in Germany, I may not have necessarily (laughs) known about it. Um, But we can't talk about cannibals and not mention Germany, right? Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't don't know what it is, but it's like German cannibals. Anyway. They're um, culture, man. They eat yeah. people. <laughs> I don't think so. But. Um, my vice was born in the German town of Kassel, and his parents got divorced when he was only eight, and his father basically just disappeared, never to be seen again. And so it was up to his mother to raise him, and she raised him as kind of this, like, helicopter parent. Oh. Um, so <laughs> she insisted on going everywhere with him, and he was, like, constantly reprimanded by her while they were in public. Which is just, like, public humiliation. Um, This lack of a father figure in Armin's life caused him to create this imaginary brother named Frankie. Oh, boy. Yes. Mm. Frankie (laughs) was an outlet, actually, for his very first um, cannibalistic thoughts, as it was the first person who really would listen to him and, like, not leave. In his head. Yes. I say person, oh, quote unquote person, his imaginary. So if you want to know how to make a murderer, this yes. is how you do it. <laughs> um, later in court, he would also talk about how when he was younger, he had a fascination with the story of Hansel and Gretel, and particularly the part where Hansel was being fattened up to be eaten. Dun-dun-dun! Foreshadowing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, during his court proceedings, he explained that um, he felt a need to have a younger brother and like it was this idea of somebody having somebody who was like truly a part of him and he felt that eating another person was the only way to achieve this so by age 12 he started having fantasies of eating his friends which is yikes the idea of being at that age and and being able to recognize that that's like the feeling that you're having. Like, I just feel like I want to... You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to be... Like, there's a lot of zombie movies and things out now. And I can understand a kid being, like, confused and having nightmares about eating their friends. But to right. fantasize about it in waking moments, that's, yeah. like, a whole and other thing. And to recognize it and be... Like, resign yourself to that. Yeah. Like, to be willing to do that is a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other monster. Uh-huh. Um, the the story takes this weird kind of like Norman Bates oh, turn. Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, his mother dies in 1999, and. 
they were a pretty wealthy family. So he gets the family estate and like the mansion and all the land and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and he mummifies his mother? <laughs> not quite. No? no? Okay. <laughs> um, she, on top of this, something she didn't realize, she also left him his freedom, because for the first time ever, he is alone. He doesn't have right. this mother who is insisting on going with him everywhere and, and being that helicopter parent. Which, um, I mean, really wasn't that common at this time. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Well, especially to have, an, like, it's just being a, you know... 30-year-old man or whatever, because that would mm-hmm. he would have been probably, like, mid-30s by the time she passed away, and she was still this overbearing mom. Possessive. Sort yeah, of yeah. Um, so, what did he decide to do to mourn the loss of his mother? Well, he allegedly built a shrine, um, complete with a plastic mannequin that he would lay on a pillow every night. Good night, mommy. Good lord. Lay on a pillow, yes. Yeah, and it's just like, that's where the weird, like, Norman Bates thing comes in for me. Because it's How like, can you be like, I, I don't know. oh my god, I guess I just wasn't psychologically messed up enough in my childhood. Nope. I, mean, I things, was not either. I mean, surprisingly not, <laughs> but... Good God, I cannot even imagine. Yeah, and so just after this time, too, when he's going through this emotional loss of his mom and trying to deal with this, like, newfound freedom and being on his own, he uh, discovered internet porn, <laughs> which is, fits right in there. Oh, um, new world. <laughs> Yeah. He started to, God. Yes. Um, so he started to use the internet to access porn and specifically things containing torture and pain. And it was through these like various websites and forums that he discovered the existence of cannibal chat rooms. Yes. There is like literally a a chat room for everything. Not like a fine young cannibals like chat room where they're just like really appreciative of the fine young cannibals. (laughs) Oh my god, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, fine young I cannibals. Just... <laughs> Hot piece of cannibal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah they're I had they're... to make a fine young cannibals joke. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they. No. Sorry. Um, no, so they did have cannibal <laughs> chat rooms. I like. Um, for people in the community that. I'm interested. Is there going to be like a Chris Hansen episode where they're like. Coming in on these cannibals. Oh like, my god. You know, like they do it. Yeah. You live sex offenders. Oh yes. my god, that needs to happen. <laughs> please happen. So, to um, catch a cannibal? Yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, hear you're looking for a, a nice, tasty leg to eat. <laughs> so, like, uh, no, I'm just here. We're just here to party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Please make that happen. Why did you bring your spice rack with you? <laughs> like you have a spit ready to go (laughs) oh my god um so one of these blog sites that he discovered was called the cannibal cafe and i'm not gonna touch that one and this um it was a site that catered to people with cannibal fetishes and here that's not a fetish don't say that's a fetish (laughs) well no. I mean, yeah. There it's a are, psychological issue. Also that. I mean, it kind of, some people have these, like, sexual overtones with their cannibalism. It's like when biting like goes too far. It's like a sexual satisfaction <laughs> thing. Yeah, I guess. 
I guess. Just goes through, like, uh, I'm into biting. I'm into biting, drawing blood. And I'm just into, I'm into like, eating people. Taking chunks of <laughs> your arm. Big jump into eating people. <laughs> um, so he, on this website, he posted an advertisement that said, looking for a well-built 18 to 30 year old to be slaughtered and then consumed. Is this like the Lonely Hearts eaters? <laughs> oh god, I'm I don't really want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't love, even. I just love making these jokes right oh now. My God. <laughs> um, there were a couple of people who responded to him, right? Because um, after his mom died, he took the upstairs of the house and converted it into this kind of like cannibal sex dungeon, basically, is the best way that I could Can describe it. Can you tell me what a cannibal sex dungeon looks like? It's like, like a regular <laughs> sex dungeon, except I think there's extra plastic on the floor. <laughs> there's an oven. <laughs> There's an island kitchen. <laughs> an island kitchen. <laughs> it's like you pan with the camera. It's just like a kitchen set. It's like of beautiful a... leather bondage and then just like 1950s yes, kitchen set up yes. in the corner. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Um, so there were a couple of people that responded to the ad, including a man who had agreed for um, my vice to eat him and be his first victim. But Why he... are Germans so weird? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he got onto the table and, like, was laid out on the Had table in, in prep to be cut into pieces. And, yeah, he complained of feeling ill and asked to be released. And my advice um, complied and let him oh, go. And, I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to eat people without their consent. See, that's, Which like, a good cannibal. Th- it makes me think of that episode of the IT crowd where Moss goes to take a German cooking class and it ends up being a German cannibal. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? I don't remember that episode. And he's like, oh, what a mix-up. And he's like, oh, so you don't want to be eaten? And he's like, no, not really. And then they go through this whole rigmarole where they say they have somebody that wants to be eaten, but it's really because they want to watch a movie on his TV. It's this whole thing. But he's like, a, this is what I was thinking I the whole time. I don't remember yeah. that episode. It's a I really go good back episode. and watch it. Yeah, oh, my God. That's a really good one. The one that always sticks out in my mind is when he's in the handicap stall and he goes, <laughs> I'm, I'm disabled! I'm disabled! <laughs> okay. Oh anyway. God, okay. <laughs> Back tangent. to German cannibalism. Tangent, tangent. Yes. Um, yeah, he only wanted to eat people that wanted to be eaten. Um, well, that's nice. Ultimately, he receives a message from a man named Bernd Jürgen Armando Brandes, and that he... That does not sound real. <laughs> It's a real German name. <laughs> Jürgen, what was it? Burned Jürgen Armando Brandes. Armando does not sound German. Well, to imagine me. me saying it in a German accent that I'm not that doing sounds now. Spanish could be. <laughs> um, he he was an engineer from Berlin, and he responded to the ad in 2001. I'm gonna put in a final trigger warning because oh God, here it comes. Yeah, this Buckle is. Up. I actually felt like we needed to add to because it is about to get real gross, and I actually left a lot of details out. Oh, why would you do that? And it's disgusting. Still, I want to throw up my Madeline on no. the table. Hey, dude, because I actually you want to know why? It's because I'll tell you why. If you gag a little, it's because as I was researching this topic, I accidentally stumbled on the pictures of what his body looked like afterwards, um, and I almost threw up. Yeah, so that's why I, also I did that was to myself. like. That's so I was like, I'm going to cut some of these details out because they, you can find it if you want to, but that, I have a pretty strong sh- stomach for some of this stuff, and that was one that I... Too much. Yeah, like, I literally was, like, gagging in my I was so. scrolling through my story, yeah. and they had crime scene photos, and I was like, oh, no! Yeah, I know. It was like, <laughs> fuck, fuck, why did I get to this place? Back fuck. to the words, back to the words! Yes. Um, okay, 
So, which I am now on a registry somewhere. Yeah, right. I'm Possible sure I am cannibal? Too. Question oh, mark. God damn it. Um, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> I just want to say that off the bat. <laughs> All right. On the night of March 9th, Brandis went over to my vice's residence, and the two of them went up to this bedroom. Um, that was like the they said that was a bedroom, but chicken, yeah. <laughs> Um, dungeon. <laughs> Brandis then proceeded to swallow 20 sleeping pills and half a bottle of schnapps. And honestly, I was doing, Plus I did. peppermint? Might have been. <laughs> might have been. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, do you like how I just ignore it? Just I like, know. that didn't happen. I just really wanted no. to say it in a German accent. Plus <laughs> peppermint schnapps. I did a Big majority of my research, and then I happened to find this little, it was like one of those kind of ID shows mm-hmm. about this guy, wow. and they described it as he, Brandis had gone over to My Vice's house, and My Vice kind of got like cold feet about it a little bit, actually, okay. and so he left, went, and took all these sleeping pills and the shops and everything, and like insisted that he cut him up and eat him and they then went back again to the house after ingesting okay. all of this stuff okay i mean yeah i i don't really know anyone who's that committed to their yeah you know yeah fantasies um so he he goes back they go up to the bedroom he swallows all these sleeping pills and this half a bottle of schnapps and then my vice cut off brandes's penis voluntarily and the two of them together try to eat it raw um, but they decided that it was too chewy, so <laughs> they, I'm sorry. They, my vice goes That's to, not the noise that I wanted I to come out. <laughs> my, my vice goes to fry it and ends up burning it so badly that they can't eat it. Meanwhile, he's probably bleeding out everywhere because he just took a bottle of sleeping pills yeah. and a schnapps. By this time, <laughs> ready for the, by this time, Brandis was suffering from heavy blood loss. Oh, okay. <laughs> so good job on so, that. Yay me. Um, so he goes upstairs to take a bath. Wait, um, yep. the one who's bleeding? Just go with it, yes. Um, so he goes upstairs to take a bath. That's not how you stop bleeding. While, I just want to announce to people. While my vice reads a Star Trek novel. Uh, he was kind what enough. Is happening yeah, this, right I now. told you it gets crazy. Um, he was nice enough to go and check on Brandis every fifteen minutes or so, okay, to make sure that he wasn't done. Why would you go straight cut your dick off and not like a finger or something first? I don't know. Where are your priorities? See, that could be where, that could be where this weird sexual aspect comes into it too. But then you don't have a dick anymore. Yeah, but that's not the thing. But how? That's but not. The you thing. can't be aroused if you're. If it's gone, you can be aroused by your heart. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? I mean, like, you can feel aroused without getting aroused. <laughs> Where are you aroused? In my heart. <laughs> you didn't give me a chance to explain what I meant. <laughs> the face you made was like this genuine, very like, serious. you can be aroused in your heart. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, this is supposed to be like gross and gruesome Halloween episode. We're having a good about old time. Dicks getting chopped yeah. off. Um, I don't have one, not my problem. <laughs> so, Brent is, uh, he stayed in the bath, slowly bleeding out for like three hours. And it's like he did it on purpose. After that, yeah, after that, my vice alleges that he drug his body upstairs where he was kind of like drifting in and out of consciousness for another well, like yeah. 10 hours. Oh my god. Before yeah, before 
my vice finally decided to like end his suffering and um, stabbed Brenda Brandes several times in the neck. Then he not in the heart. No. Why the throat? In the neck. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have any logic explanation for this at all. Really need an anatomy lesson. So then. He and this is the this is the part that I found pictures of. Um, then he hung his body on a meat hook to be dismembered and cut into smaller pieces for storage. Storage. Mm-hmm. And he consumed his body for the following ten months. Wow. Yes. That is a savvy German man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And how do you yeah. butcher a human? Um, they talked in this documentary that I, that I watched, they talked a lot about how there were people who had these methods that they would like share with other people in the community. And there were actually people who before I asked that question, I know before (laughs) he posted this ad on the internet requesting somebody who wanted to be eaten, he would have people come over to lay out on these tables and he would take like a Sharpie and draw out like the cuts of meat on these people. Basically that was like part of the fetish too, is like drawing, these, like, cuts of meat on your... Yeah. Can I just end yeah. there? Can you just, like, do like children do and play? No. And pretend. I mean, like, I wish, Like, oh, I'm gonna but... take this, like, Fisher-Price butcher knife. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's one of the retractable knives your... with, like, the spring Wait, in them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm stabbed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, um, the whole thing... Well, like, the the violent parts of the whole thing were recorded on videotape. And this videotape later they used against him in court, obviously. I mean, okay, so, yes, technically he killed this person, but the person consented. Oh, wait, we'll get there. Oh, my God. Yes, we will get there. <laughs> my brain is just going, like, yeah. what, 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 what is happening? <laughs> so, like I said, it took ten months for him to consume almost all of Brandes's body, mm-hmm. and so by November 2002, he started looking for another person um, who wanted to do the same thing. He went to the same website and posted another message looking for somebody who was willing to be slaughtered. But this time it was spotted by an Austrian student who immediately reported it to the police. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, on December 11th, 2002, my vice had his house raided and the authorities found 15 pounds of flesh left along with the uh, videotape. And my vice was arrested. He almost immediately confessed to it. Right. I mean, he didn't deny it at all. But it would still take the authorities kind of a couple of months to put a case, uh, put together a case against him. Yeah. Um, But in July, um, July 17th, 2003, he was charged with murder. Okay. Okay. So, for obvious reasons, this was a crime that got a ton of media coverage, and a lot of people, like you said, wondered if he could actually be charged with murder because of the volunteering part Mm -hmm. on the part of Brandus. So, um... For me, it kind of runs along the lines of, like, assisted suicide. Like, we're technically... It's two consenting parties. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. I'm really interested in, <laughs> I see, cause I didn't go that way until I started researching that, yeah. but you are, you are, you're pretty much on the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing was, is that Brandis <laughs> had responded to this ad and he willingly entered the residence knowing what was going to take place. Um, but the German lawyers found this problematic because it's completely 100% serious cannibalism is not illegal in Germany. Well, I don't know if it's... 
Cannibalism is not illegal in Germany. I don't know if it's technically illegal. Hold on. Cannib- you can you can eat another person and it's not illegal. Right. I'm saying so, like in other countries, I don't think that technically the act of cannibalism hold up. is okay. Sorry, I'm just like yeah. I'm telling your story yeah. with my question. Because we are about to have another uh, legal lesson with the BT crew. Whoop, whoop, we need whoop. to put like a I know. sound. I need like a legal something. thing, yes. Um, so I got a lot of this Type information. Noises, right? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> So I got a lot of this information from the CNN Law website. And so, okay. So here's the deal. The evidence in this case absolutely shows that Brandis wanted to be eaten. Here in the United States, consent does not factor in at all when it comes to a murder defense. Because in the United States, we prosecute for killing on request or what most people know it as euthanasia. Mm -hmm. Um, That is illegal in the United States. Yeah. So... The the business of consent is, like, not something that's even factored in. If somebody was murdered with or without their consent, it's still murder. Or, technically, it would be considered euthanasia if it was mm-hmm. with their consent. So, you are right on the money with that. Yeah, because I don't think that they get the same, like, outcome as if you were tried for murder. If, like, actually right. killing someone, it's, it's a different sentencing. Yeah, it's it, the sentence on it is relatively mm-hmm. low, actually. It's normally uh, six months to five years, mm-hmm. but it's still considered a felony. In the United States. In Germany, however, cannibalism itself isn't illegal. So in order to charge my vice, they had to seek prosecution of a lesser crime of disturbing the peace of the dead um, due to the butchering of the corpse after the murder had occurred. So um, Couldn't they have also technically uh, charged him with, like, conspiracy uh, to commit murder or something like that? Because... um, I don't know about that... Because Technically, he didn't really prevent him from dying. He let him bleed out, basically. But the, and then it's, he stabbed but him. But the thing is, is it's the question of consent. And, right. and there or is evidence. What about negligence? He could have been I still think that? it comes down to consent. They did, they do eventually charge him with something right. greater. Um, but. Because, I mean, there was several points gosh. where he could have saved his life and not right. let him die. Yeah. Um, however, like in the U.S., euthanasia is illegal, and that's honestly a term that they tend to avoid in Germany after World War II. I'm just going right. to put that out there. Yes. Um, they call it assisted suicide, mm-hmm. but assisted suicide is actually legal um, in a lot of parts of and Germany and Sweden. To be honest, I feel that it should be legal. Yeah. It's so another question States. for another time. I'm just saying. Yes, but um, so they do have assisted suicide as a as a legal practice in Germany and Sweden. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of your little. I think Canada too. Really? But yeah, I remember watching and a, a lot of times it's under it. special circumstances. Yeah, like you, you have, have to, to do it in a hospital, and it yeah. has to be. A, there's like three methods that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually watched a documentary about a woman who was from the United States and she wanted to die because she had very, very, like, cancer in her entire body and there's yeah. nothing they could do yeah. about it. And she was in horrible pain. So they moved to Canada and they had to wait six months before she could uh, apply for assisted suicide. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't know, that I thought the legal aspects of this were... It's, it's pretty fascinating. ...really interesting because, because... here in the United States, it's very cut and dry. Like, yeah. you're, you're killing someone, you're going to jail yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. But I mean, really, so they, they the had law to come is up, much more grayer. Than yeah, that. <laughs> they had to come up with a really creative way to charge him because 
disturbing. There was still some, yeah. laughable. Um, it's disturbing. No, it was disturbing the... Oh, the piece of the dead, right? Piece of the dead, which is essentially like, it's like a... Grave rubbing. <laughs> no, it's like, um, there's something with a corpse in the United States. It's like a... Desecrating a corpse. Desecrating a corpse in the United States, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so in January of 2004, my vice was convicted of manslaughter, which I guess is similar to that charge here, but he got a sentence of eight and a half years in prison, mm-hmm. which is a super light sentence. But one very compelling piece of ev- evidence, obviously, was this videotape that he made during the killing. Right. Only 19 minutes of that was shown to the jury for obvious reasons. Right. It's very upsetting. Um, after the trial, my vice expressed... That was, like, when they first initially started and is what they showed... Like him actually cutting his penis off and like the the video itself, it raw. yeah. The video <laughs> itself was about four hours long. Oh my god! Yeah, and it included him. It I can't included. Even, I can barely watch a movie that's yeah. like an hour and a half. It included <laughs> him chopping off his penis as well as dismembering the body after the murder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't so, sure at what point did it start. Yeah. And out of that four penis. hours, they only showed the jury nineteen minutes because there was a lot of. I find it incredibly fascinating that, okay, so this person consented to doing this, and he also wanted to eat himself. Mm -hmm. So that's like cannibalism inception, you know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of. I don't want to eat myself. I I know what's been inside my body. I don't want to eat a human in in general. Also, another fascinating thing that I was thinking about when we were doing this is like, how does a human body react when you consume another person? I don't know. You know, like that's fascinating. Doesn't it make you crazy? What's the caloric intake of a human being? <laughs> I don't want to know. I guess it depends on the person, huh? See, these aspects we'll never know because yeah. no one's researching this. <laughs> um, so after the trial, my vice expressed regret for what he had done. He stated that he wanted to write a book about his life oh um, in order to deter anyone who desires to walk in his footsteps. Really? Yep. Um, since his 2000- He's pretty woke for a cannibal. <laughs> he is. He is pretty woke. Um, this is this is the interesting part, too. Um he, oh wait, hold on, I'm skipping ahead. Okay. Since, since his 2004 <laughs> conviction, websites have appeared dedicated to my vice containing ads for people wanting, wanting to, wanting to be eaten. And about this, my vice has commented that they should go for treatment so it doesn't escalate like it did with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and since being in prison, he's become a vegetarian. Oh, wow. Yes. So he has actually, it sounds like, made a lot of reform. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure most of you thought that was it. He got sentenced to eight and a half years in prison, and that was kind of it. But in April of 2005, prosecutors actually appealed his sentence, and a German court ordered a retrial because they believed that he should have been tried for murder. Okay. Instead of um, the desecration of a corpse or the disturbing the peace of the dead. Mm-hmm. Um among other questions being answered, the among the questions being answered, there were things like whether Brandis was legally capable of consenting to the killing, because mm-hmm. at the time, taking into account the amount of alcohol and drugs he had consumed by he the time that the go. killing happened, um, and whether my vice killed to fulfill some sort of sexual desire... Or because he was asked to, although he completely rejected the idea that it was, like, a sexual thing. Mm -hmm. Like, for him, it was because somebody had asked him to do it. 
I guess. Like, he claimed that it wasn't sexual to him at all. Um, There was a psychologist that testified at his retrial that he had a very high probability to reoffend, and that he had admitted that he still has fantasies of devouring the flesh of young people, which is interesting to me because he, like, recognizes that he has a problem, and he's making all these changes, but he also acknowledges the fact that he still has these urges Mm -hmm. to, like, want to eat young people. I wonder if it's kind of, like, a similar psychological issue to, like, people who uh, are obsessed with drinking blood. Could be. Um, Yeah. Because they actually have a deficiency of minerals and vitamins. They crave Mm -hmm. blood. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if it's something like that. Where there's something in his body where, you know, that's off, that's making him feel like he needs to eat people. Almost like an addiction, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That would be interesting to, like, research. Yeah. But, man, that is fucked up. It's just, the thing, though, is, like, he cons- he technically consented before he took all of the, the pills and the and the alcohol. And, two, did he sign a contract, or was there a statement given before the, you know, they started on the video saying, I consent to this? I don't think so, but they were able to pull, like, chat logs and mm-hmm. stuff on the internet that had the conversations between right. the two of them where he would have given consent. I mean, that's something that you have to also do, like, if you're a cannibal and you're like, we're consent, this is a consenting thing that we're doing together. Right. Like, put up a little contract first, like, when you're sober... Sign this. Yeah, right. I am okay with you eating my hand. Also, like, I can't understand why I go straight to the dick. Why why you went straight? You know what? I feel like just just cut my dick off. I feel like that's a good starting point for this this venture we're about to go into. I really do think that although for, like, my vice it might not have been a sexual fantasy kind of thing, that it could have been for Brandis, and that's why he might have requested... want to do that. And oh, I, I literally cannot wrap my mind around that. Why you would want to mutilate yourself. I couldn't what, tell you because I don't have that. Comes, like, what comes out of that? Literally, but pain. I don't know. <laughs> well, and it could be that they have an idea of it in their head of how it's going to be when it yeah. happens, and maybe it's not. I feel like this case yeah. is very problematic yeah. in terms of, you know, yeah. prosecution, too. Well, but also, if someone's like, yes, I'm okay with you chopping my finger off and eating it, or my, you know, my yeah. hand, my foot, whatever. If they do that, and the person lives, and they, you know, take them to a hospital, or, you know, help fix it up so that they're not bleeding to death, like, if it would have stopped at that point... Well, nobody what, would have known about it, because their, you know, authorities would have, would have called fa- or whatever. someone would have eventually found out, because... You can't show up at a hospital and like, my dick's gone. And they'd be like, well, where is it? We're going to reattach it. Oh. Yeah. It's just missing. Well, and you They're did eventually th- going to figure out that someone ate it. You did mention <laughs> problems in the prosecution. They kind of fixed it a little later. He yeah. had his original sentence extended to life imprisonment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the part that I, th- I thought was kind of his, like... The best example of him being super woke um, <laughs> is That's an amazing yeah, band name. <laughs> according to a build report from October 2007, MyVice had consulted on the analysis of two suspected cannibals, one in from 1998 and one from 2000, in which two young boys' bodies had been found horribly mutilated. He like acted as this kind of like consultant okay. um, as their expert on cannibals, which I, I mean, thought that's a job. Yeah. So yeah, so he did get his sense. Reformed cannibalism. Yeah, he did get his sentence extended to life in prison, and that's 
now he's just, like, helping analyze other cannibals, I, I mean, guess. looking from, like, a, a legal standpoint, I mean... I just found this case to be entirely interesting from for the legal aspect. He this. literally did not commit an actual murder, so... I mean, if anything, he was negligent. Yeah. That doesn't make it right. I know it doesn't make it right, but I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you when mean. When you look at the, you have to, I mean, beyond reasonable Well, and doubt. the other thing, too, <laughs> is, like, what that would be prosecuted here in the U.S. is not at all the same as how it right. was prosecuted in Germany. You would have went they have straight com- We have completely jail. different legal systems, and, yeah, so. Yeah, so modern-day mm. cannibalism at its finest. That's why our incarceration rates are so high. It's because You just gotta let the cannibals, cannibals go. <laughs> you just gotta let them go. <laughs> Let them do them. Oh, no, no. Let them No, eat. honey, no. What no. You no. No. You are what you eat. Yeah. Literally a person. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, boy. my turn. <laughs> so, um, my story actually just happened last month. Oh, <laughs> so really? Oh, yes. That's I right. told you what it was. That's right, yes. <laughs> so I was like, are you doing this? Yeah, this was kind of, the, actually, this story was kind of the inspiration for our cannibal yes. episode today. And what was actually yeah. hilarious, we were talking about this, and one of my coworkers sent me a link, and they were like, read this. And I was like, I am literally researching this right now for our episode. It's funny, because the first time I heard the story was from one of my coworkers. <laughs> and then so, Janelle sent me the link. <laughs> There's a lot of sharing going oh, on. Um, it was just really weird, because it was just like Twilight Zone yeah. moment. I was like, I'm literally mm-hmm. looking at this right now. <laughs> yep. Um, so this is the story of Natalie and Dimitri Beshkova, a.k.a. The Cannibal Couple. Ooh. Okay? Ooh. So, these people are from, like, the southern tip of Russia, so, like, out in the middle of Why fucking these nowhere. European countries. I don't know. And their cannibalism. <sighs> so, anyway. Yes. They, um, might possibly be responsible for the disappearance of as many as 30 people. Whoa. Out in this tiny fucking middle of nowhere Russian city. So, I feel like when you notice 30 people just randomly disappearing... It's Russia, though. In a tiny town? It's Russia, though. Do you know how many people get shipped off and you never see them again? I mean, I it was guess. more prevalent during the Cold War, but it still happens. Oh, yeah. It's still Russia. Yeah. <laughs> people still disappear quite frequently or go to Siberia, quote, quote, which means they die. Oh, no. <laughs> so the investigation started on September 11th of... 2017, so not too this long ago. This is probably the most recent one that we've this ever covered. This is the most super yeah. fucking recent thing I've ever covered. <laughs> um, so a work crew repairing the road found a discarded cell phone, and it still worked, so they kind of turned it on and started going through it to figure out like who it could have belonged to. Well, they came across some photos... And they were thoroughly disgusted by what they saw, so they turned it into the police station. Good for you. So, on the phone, they found photos of a man with different... Okay, trigger warning. Here we go. Different parts of a dismembered woman's body in his mouth. Just like like a dog gnawing on a bone. Oh, my God. So... 
Around the same time, within a couple days of them finding this phone with these pictures in it, they found a dismembered corpse of a 35-year-old woman named Elena Veshru... Oh my gosh, I'm so bad at Russian. Veshrusheva. That sounds good. That sounded, it sounded Russian. <laughs> sure. I'll, tell, I'll give you that. Yeah, I did the hand Russian. gesture, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, they found her near a state-run aviation academy, and that actually happened to be in the exact location where the couple were living in a hostel. Oh. So, the body was uh, dismembered, obviously, and placed in part of it in a bucket, and the other part was, like, wrapped in a canvas bag. Okay. Um, so they were, like, it was, like, neatly butchered and then wrapped. Yeah, Very so... fucking weird. See, I bet you they got the, uh, the same butchering manual. <laughs> right? <laughs> there must be somewhere on the internet, they like... They pulled out their sharpie, drew their dotted lines. Butcher a human. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so... After going through the phone, the police discovered through... <laughs> the way the article describes it is, like secret methods of figuring out who the phone belonged to, and it's like literally if you just look up who, who's paying for it. <laughs> Why is it secret methods? Because they're Russian? It's, I it don't makes know. it sound more like the Russian government doing extraordinary <laughs> doing Russian things, things to get these, yeah. So they through secret channels figure out who the phone belonged to, and it was the Bakshevas. Um... <laughs> I just can't get over how they describe some of the things in here. It's just like, ugh, Russia. So they <laughs> they brought in the couple, and Dimitri immediately confessed that him and his wife have been cannibals, and they have eaten up to, that they can recall, 30 people during the past two decades. The past, wow. Two decades. Wow. So, Holy an investigation... Shit started, and they went to the couple's home, and it was just, like, damning evidence all over the place. Well, I mean, if you, if you have been doing it for that long, you ca- I, I imagine that you would just assume they haven't found us after this long, and you get kind of, like, especially in your own home. And it's Russia, so it's yeah. like, no one cares about these lost people. It's very similar to, like, when uh, a sex worker or a drug addict goes missing here. Like, if you're poor, no one gives a fuck. Like, they're yeah. not going to look for you. Yeah. So, um, in their home was a collection of pictures. And okay. this is, like, film photographs where they have the timestamps on them and everything. Um, they found one photograph that was dated for December 28th, 1999. Now, this is the what Dimitri said was the, their first venture into ca- into cannibalism. Okay. This was the initial meal that they had of the first, the first, <laughs> the first meal. meal that they had of a person. So I apologize for what I'm about to describe to you. It's going to be disgusting, but also kind of a little bit hilarious because oh, it's going to make you think about just terrible movies. Um, <laughs> so it appears to show a human head. On a serving platter. Okay? Let me stop you right there. Because that is... I'm pretty sure I've seen at least five, if not more, horror movies that have that exact prop. Yes. And I... There is a picture... Are you you about to show me a picture of that? There's a picture with it... Right now? It's... Well, the face is... The face is blurred out. Oh my god! Dude! What the fuck? I mean, you can't really see anything. So... The head is surrounded by whole mandarin oranges. 
flowers and salt. And on the head, which we can't see in this picture because it's blurred out. Thank God. They put olives into the eye sockets. Oh, my God. And attached a lemon cut wedge where the nose was. So they took the nose off. So they were getting classy with their... It's like they're having a dinner party it's like and they're when, trying to decorate a It's platter. like when you take a nice ham and you score oh it and you put God. the pineapples and the cherries on it. That's what they did to this person's head. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's, there's some other pictures if you'd like to look. Nope. The important things are blurred out. So... In this picture, there is uh, mystery ground meat in a bowl. Okay. Gross. They're not sure if it's human or not. That's the couple. And then they found jars. See, it's, you can't see anything. It's blurred out. They found jars in their refrigerator. I cannot believe you're showing me crime scene photos <laughs> while we're recording, Janelle. But you cannot see anything. I would never. <laughs> yes, you would. I would. I, you yeah. have. No, I haven't. When you, we did the oh. that bondage killer, oh, yeah. and you were like, "Here's a picture the of the internet killer that put the woman in the beer in the I forever, Oh no, that one, yeah. I forever yes, see that Regina poor Walters. girl going like this in my yeah, nightmares. Sorry, I did. Yeah, that. at I'm least sorry. these were blurred out, and all you see is a jar with pixelated. Okay, colors. I'm a horrible person. I get it. <laughs> I protected you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I care about your dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so let's get back on track here. (laughs) So, they found in the refrigerator mystery cuts of meat. Now, they couldn't determine whether or not this was actually, like, what was in the fridge was human or not, because there was, like, no skin. It wasn't a definitive, like, they would would have to do, like, testing. Yeah, so they they have, what they're doing right now is testing to see if all the stuff they found is human or not, but it's, like, hunks of meat in brining solution. Oh and there was that mystery bowl of ground meat, whatever it was, just with a spoon in it. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the investigators were like, okay, like, legit, they're cannibals. There's meat everywhere. There's pictures. Like, the human hand picture was pretty damning. Of course, it could be fake. It could be, like, a prop setup or whatever. Yeah, but, but I he feel confessed, like you can... and it was like, there's meat yeah. everywhere, and there was... Yeah. I also feel like you could probably smell the difference between. Oh yes, like, they lived in a, a hostel, dead body, and and it was like a plastic. Their gun. neighbors were like, "It's disgusting." Yeah, in that did they blame place. it on the meat shop on the corner? <laughs> no, they blamed it on, <laughs> on them living in Russia. Oh um, no, <laughs> all of Russia just smells <laughs> like, just smells like rotten meat. Uh. Um, so they believe what the uh, couple did was they would find their victims on the street feed them full of uh, sedatives, and then skin them alive. Jesus Christ. So they interviewed them, and Dimitri was the one who was giving all this confession. Meanwhile, the wife was like, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, They would say that they would eat part of their victims fresh, and then whatever they couldn't consume in one sitting, they would cut up, uh, freeze part of it, pack it into jars with the saline solution to brine it, um, grind it up. Brining it with a saline solution? Yeah. All saline solution it means is water and salt. Yeah. That's what brining is. That's all it I is. I feel like that's a little redundant in that. I mean, sure. Brining is the act. Saline solution is the pickle. I don't want to think. I don't want to think <laughs> of any of my food in saline solution. I mean, just. Sounds a, too medical. It's a pickle. Mm. <laughs> 
You're being pickled. We can pickle that. <laughs> yes, we can pickle that. We can and we did we can pickle, pickle that. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keep going. So much for making it like we're, we're going to make Sorry. this so gross and dark and it's just like we're giggling. I never said it was going to be dark. I said it was going to be real gross. Pickling people. <laughs> it's going to be real God. gross. Okay. It's about to get grosser. Okay. So they... <laughs> They would go and find that, like, their victims through the lonely, lonely hearts, um, mm. you know, advertisements, like many of course, murderers yeah. do. Um, but neighbors also reported that not only were these people going, like, random people going in the house and not coming out, um, <laughs> the wife was actually known for making meat pies and selling them to local cafes. Oh no! So this is like that a, means people could have been eating people for years and they never knew it. It's like a Sweeney Todd situation. Oh my god! What if you were like a regular at that cafe for the last like ten years and you're, and like, you're like, these like, meat oh pies my god. are the bomb. I've been eating. It's people. So I like greatest people. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you had the same thought as me. Oh my god. That could possibly have been our best moment. It's <laughs> one for the books, guys. Oh, my, oh my God. God. But also... And the episode title. <laughs> so, it's also been said that when people, like, when the vendors who were buying her meat pies would buy them, they'd be like, oh, what do you have for me today? Like, what's the flavor? She'd be like, oh, meat it's just whatever I had laying around. Literally... That is what she said. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever I'm laying around. That uh, doesn't sketch me out at people? all. People? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh um, <laughs> after he confessed all this stuff and, you know, they searched his apartment, they got all this evidence, uh, he retracted his confession. So, he stated that, um, him and Natalia went out. And Elena, the woman who was murdered, um, started hitting on Dimitri. And this, like, weird jealousy thing started. And they killed her because she was trying to have sex with Dimitri. And then they said that they are not cannibals. That they only killed Elena because she was being, like, just a hussy. Um, and that everything that they found in the apartment, like, that was not, that's not people meat. That picture was a joke. People meat. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they just say that they, they, they killed the, Elena the waitress because she was hitting on him. But, like, the, na- the neighbors are like, there's, I mean, th- that could be true because they were really in love with each other. They're very obsessed with each other. They're very oh, possessive. Yeah. They're one of those um, couples. They're kind of like all over each other. If you yeah. see the pictures, if you look up this story, you can see the pictures. There's so many pictures of them like hanging onto each other and like this gross, like, mm, oh my god, like I love you. Just like, ugh, makes me want to vomit. Um, <laughs> but they also described the couple as saying that the man had a smell about him. And they described the smell as the smell of death. Of course. And the wife it's was my perfume. Oh, to death. Always drunk, like consistently, just fucking drunk off her ass. But Russia, right? 
I mean... Vodka? I mean, she was also a nurse, and she was a surgical nurse, so she had an understanding of how to cut into people. And I imagine she was probably just really drunk because, you know, how can you cope with the thought of killing and consuming people, right? I don't know. I mean, they were doing it for two decades, like they first claimed. But it was 30 people over the course of 20 years. Yeah. But the thing is, so if you think back, it took... um, 15 people a year, approximately. It took my advice 10 months to eat one person, almost one person. There was still, like, 15 pounds, and he was eating them pretty pretty regularly, like, Mm -hmm. just about every day, you know? It's like... Having ground beef every night for dinner, not yeah. to compare humans to ground beef, but you know, I'm talking about meat usage for food. Right. So, 30 people over 20 years. I mean, after for, the initial. For two people. Yeah. After the initial butchering and you no longer can recognize that it's a person anymore, I would feel like maybe you'd be fine with that. But I mean, that's two decades. That's a, that's a long time to be consuming people. Yeah. You know? Um, so, this is still ongoing. They're still collecting evidence. So far, um, only Dimitri has been charged with one count of murder for the murder of Elena. And the wife is only has, um, like, accessory to murder charges against her. And Did she make any confessions, too? Or no, was she did he... not confess to anything. Okay. He's the one who confessed. All she said was that that was her phone that they found. Yeah. And... On the phone was pictures okay. of the dismem- Elena's dismembered body and him having it in his mouth. Okay. Even though the phone was technically her phone. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, this is still going on. They're still investigating. They're Right now they're testing the meat that they found in the house to see if it was actually human. Um, and the, you know... Yeah, it's, so it's, it's open. So we can keep yeah. you posted with any information that we find, but... They're, right now, as of now, are only being charged with the murder of Elena because that's what they, uh, after they rechecked their initial statement, that's what they stuck with and confessed to. Um, I'm not really entirely sure how the Russian, you know, justice system, if there even is one, uh, is, is ran, but uh, I imagine even if they didn't confess, they would still go to jail for the rest of their life because that's how Russia is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, probably. Yeah, that's the uh, the cannibal couple from Russia, the Bakshivas. Yeah, and that's actually going to pretty much wrap up our cannibal yeah. episode. I hope you found it spooky. Ooh. That was. I'm not gonna lie, I had a lot of fun yeah, recording this episode. Fun. We, got, we got a little weird in the middle. <laughs> got some laughs. Had some good times. Yeah, some weird jokes. Some occurring. weird jokes about eating humans. <laughs> So I do have a suggestion for this week. Um, It comes out of Australia. And the name of the podcast is called Zealot. Z-E-A-L-O-T. It's hosted by Joe Thornley. And she brings in like a guest uh, host every week. So like um, they'll do like the first episode they did on Scientology. And it was her and somebody. And the next episode it's her and somebody different. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually I think the reason I really like this podcast Two reasons, actually. Um, one is because they she totally reminds me of us. Like, really? <laughs> it's very casual. They do their research, but then they just kind of have this discussion about yeah. um, the cults or whatever. It's hilarious. They make so many jokes. The second reason I love this show is because she records these little, like, musical segues for these 
larger overarching like cult themes. Oh my god. Like there's one that's um it's called it's like tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid <laughs> name. And then they like talk about the name of the cult. <laughs> and they have like a there's a sexy sexy sex time song. Oh it's god. so fun and I love it. It's that's all amazing. so it's all in good fun. It's a good laugh. The cover topics like I said Scientology um, Children of God, The Railians, oh, The God, Moonies, and me, so many more. Time. So definitely check it out. I it's just started really listening to cults. I love that. I was just like, I... I was torn between why that and Why am I doing Zealous. this between yeah. myself? No, cults is, cults is by the same people who did who do serial killers, mm-hmm. except it's just cults. So, yes. Oh, um, it's good. It really is. It was really interesting. They, I think the first episode of that one they did on Charles Manson. Did mm-hmm. you listen to that one? Yeah. I kind of started going backwards and then went back to the beginning. Yeah. I started listening to um, their last two episodes, which was about, uh, fuck, what's the name of that cult? Nikes, that's all I can say. Oh, Hell's Gate. Yep, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I love their setup because they do, so they do all of them in two parts. The first part is like the cult leader and kind of how they, they got into that. Yeah. And then, and the psychology of the cult leader. And the second part is which the is- actual... I cult. am yeah. It's like the, the actual Gate, cult activities. Like, oh, fucking, they're ugh. coming out with a new house or Heaven's Gate podcast, and I'm so excited about I, that. Ugh. I forget what it's called, but you'll definitely be hearing about yes, it. Yes, we'll yeah. post all the things. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to fucking Jillian. Yes. Oh my god, us. I was so excited to hear about this. So she messaged us because, like, we're not fucking legal experts, no. right? I, I can mean, sound like one kind. Of. I like to look it up and research it, and I'm very like I. I'm gonna be stupid right now. And be like, yeah, I go to protest and I protest the the man and. Our fucked up judicial system. But, I mean, I have a very basic, basic yeah. understanding of how things work. Yeah. She actually works for a law firm. Yay! And when <laughs> I know a lawyer. Our well, two episodes ago, I think, um, we were talking about the sex offender registry, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, it's not fair, blah, 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 if, you know, it was statutory rape between a 16-year-old and 18-year-old. And oh, yeah, we were talking about the, um, how they so work. apparently, what can happen is if, you are initially on the registry, but if after a while um, you're deemed a non-violent offender, they can review your case again and take you off the registry. So this is only for people who are, like, of statutory rape and um, indecent exposure, because you also can go on the registry yeah. if you were like found guilty of, yep, indecent exposure. So, yeah. Thank you for letting us know that, because yeah. I was like... That's not fair. Yeah, no. And this is, and honestly, this is a perfect example of something that we don't really know too much about. Yeah. We will always try to go back and make addendums to previous episodes, and this is a great example of that. So thanks, Jillian. Yes, um, we don't know what we're talking about ever. So. <laughs> I mean, we have a loose understanding of yeah. life in general. Yeah. <laughs> did we, um, did you have any, like, shout outs or iTunes reviews or anything? Um, no this reviews week? or. Twitter okay. shoutouts, but I was saying, because, um, obviously it's October. Yes. And uh, what I like to do is go on, like, haunted tours and stuff. So if oh you're in gosh, the Chicago yes. area, check out chicagohauntings.com. Um, they have 
amazing events coming up. Mm -hmm. All kinds of tours in uh, the northern Illinois area. Yep. And if you're looking for a haunted house to go to and you're in the Illinois area, check out hauntedillinois.com that has Mm -hmm. tons of haunted house reviews and spooky areas and stuff. (sighs) I'm hoping soon, like within the next year or two, to go to Salem for Halloween. Yes. That'd be so much fun. My god. I have two friends that are there right now. So jolly. And Literally the are entire they you snaps and oh stuff? my god they are and I fucking hate it. <laughs> they literally the entire month of October they're doing events every day, not just the weekends, like really? fucking every single day. Oh, that'd be so there's cool. There's a tour. They do a witch's ball. Like it is fucking amazing. And a lot of the stores down there have sales during October. And my friend went to, uh, there's this wand shop where you can get wands made for you. I've heard about that. And yeah. she went and got her wand and it was like 20% off. And she's like, oh my God. And it, like they handcraft it to you. Yeah. Like you select things that you're interested in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they will hand make you a fucking wand. That's you cool. You can also pick ones off the wall. But I mean, what yeah. fun is that? Not, not at all. <laughs> it's not fun. No, not at all. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I hate you so much. And then my other friend was at the witch's ball. And I was like, nice. please stop sending me pictures, I'm going yeah. to kill you when you come back. So in case you need ideas, we'll have to do this Halloween. Yeah, go don't, Salem. Don't send Janelle snaps of being in Salem because she will I fucking will hate you. rage <laughs> all day and all night. Uh, <laughs> we do have, I think, one last big and, well, not big announcement, but I think... Um, Official announcement. Yeah, we kind of, we told you guys we were working on our merch stuff. Uh, yeah. um, it will officially dun, be dun, released dun, dun, in dun. November. Yes. Is what we're aiming for so that we have it in time for Christmas. Yes. Um, so keep an eye out for that. If there's specific things you guys want, items, if there's favorite quotes or whatever, yes. let us know. We would love to take some um, opinions on the merch. Mm-hmm. So that's We have cool. some ideas. Um, yeah. I'm brewing some things up for a <coughs> uh, contest. Oh. So. <laughs> news to me. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. I like, okay. You know, I like surprises. Yeah. We, we both like surprises. <laughs> we like to surprise each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. And okay. again, if you're a Patreon supporter, we've been doing our bad taste bites every... Well, okay, well, we skipped a week. <laughs> did we I, skip a week? We did skip a Was week. Was it my week that we skipped? Um, I cannot confirm. Oh, no! <laughs> that was all my fault. That's it's okay. okay. That's all right. I learned my lesson, and I recorded a couple in, at a time, so that if, yeah. if I'm like, oh, fuck. I should do I that, just, too. <laughs> yeah. I should probably do that, too. Yeah. Um, but our Patreon subscribers, uh, they get special content on Patreon, so if you want to um, join up and donate to us, you can go to Patreon and look up the Bad Taste Crime Cast. Um at different levels, you get different stuff. Yeah. Also, when we launch the merch, you will be getting a coupon code for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't feel like you want to do the whole recurring donation thing, we also will take one-time donations to our yep. PayPal at thebadtastecrimecast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, the rest of Soon this- it will be on the website. Yeah. <laughs> We're... We're working really hard, guys. I know it doesn't. I seem also like have it. a I, like. I have yeah. a real life stuff to do. Too. We have. <laughs> yeah, our jobs right now are in the busy season. Yes, because we have yeah. very, pretty much the same job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're. Yeah. I'm doing literally like I shit you not sixty hours a week right now. Yeah, at, I'm not. I'm actually just getting out. Like I'm just on the tail end of our because mm-hmm. ours kind of run with the school. Yeah, uh, schools. Mine going in and goes stuff. a little bit yeah. into the holidays, so, so it's gonna. Be yeah. difficult, so but we are. We have all these things planned, and yeah. I swear to God, everything is going to happen before the end of the year. Yeah, just bear with us. Yes, we are not being lazy. <laughs> 
queer. I am sometimes being lazy. Oh, no. I am But up, not a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, exercise, podcast research, get a go girl. to work early, get a girl. Get come it. home and die. Get it. I'm like, come home, take a nap. <laughs> I can't. I'm just like, my mind's going too much. Yeah. So, um. So, uh, yeah. yes. Oh, the last stuff will run through really quick. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, yes. Facebook, www.badtastecrimecast.com. BG Crimecast on Twitter. Yes. Fucking send us an email to our Gmail. Go on our website. If All the want. information is yeah. there. Yes. So Talk to us. We love that's you. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, we want to say thanks to Tiff Weech for our sound and editing. Yes. We're also going to say thanks to Jason Z, the Enigma, for our music. <laughs> also, happy fucking Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys be safe. Be scurry. Be smart. Be smart. You hey, eat some smart. motherfucking candy. You is smart. You, you is smart. beautiful. Eat some candy. Have some candy corn. Tons of candy. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial. I love candy corn. Yes. Ew. You're gross. I know. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. A boo. A boo. It was as if a wave of evil washed over this town.